Hello everyone, this is It's Technically Romance with Hamilton and Stephanie, where we take a look at Hallmark films from the cynical cinephile side and the hopeless romantic side. And today we're going to be looking at Love and Store. This is the one that you guys voted for while we are in between Hallmark seasons. Is that the right right phrase to use? Yeah, I guess so. The, the spring... I don't... Is fling? It spring fling? Is that yeah. what they're calling it? I forget. Uh, has not started yet, so... So we're in between. So we put a vote out online. You guys wanted this one. Uh, we were happy to do it, and we watched it. Yeah, I was excited to see this one because... Well, I'm not familiar with the lead guy. I really enjoy uh, the lead actress, mm -hmm. Alexandra Breckenridge. And of course, it's one of our favorite writers, Joao Botkin. And it was one that we hadn't seen yet. So um, yeah, I was excited to see this one. Yeah, so good job. Good job voting. You guys picked the right one. <laughs> uh, so let's go ahead and dive into it. Let's go ahead with our, I think, world famous now plot summaries that you do. <laughs> world famous. World famous. Where are you getting your information? Oh, the internet. The internet told me. Well, the internet <laughs> is, is right. Probably wrong. Is right. Go ahead. Lay, lay us down that plot summary. Terry has always dreamed of being a host on SHC, which is the Shopping at Home channel, uh, much like a QVC, mm -hmm. and having a perfect life. When the lead host announces her retirement, Terry has to team up with her SHC rival, David, who was a little more laid back when it comes to his hosting style. They bump heads at first, but soon start to see each other's true selves the more they spend time together. Terry realizes her perfect life is the one she's already living, and David is the perfect partner to share it with her. That was really good. You hit all the points. Like I said, that's why they're world famous. <laughs> We're getting calls for these. Honestly, I feel like you could do like the little uh, summary on the back of novels. The little know? blurbs. Little yeah, blurbs. maybe that's a career in my future. Uh, but let's talk about this one. Let's talk, you know, we always kind of start things off with what we thought about it. Because, you know, is this one, let me ask you, Stephanie, is this one that you would watch again? One that you would just have on in the background? Or would you avoid this one, never turn it on, ever, ever, ever? <laughs> How do you feel about this one after seeing it? I would definitely watch this one again. Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed this one. Yeah. I would probably go as far to say that I loved it. You love this one? I loved it. Okay. Yeah. It was really enjoyable. I was a little, you know, sometimes they start out a little, you know, wobbly for me and I'm not quite sure. But once it started, you know, kicking in, it, it got me and uh, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Okay. I think I would, I'm right in the middle between watching again and just having it on. There were some scenes in here that I really loved. This, this movie is filled with quotable lines. Like this is another one where there's just so many, so many, uh, so many lines that you could just jot down and just put them like in a little notebook and read them when you get, you know, you know, depressed or something. Like there's <laughs> honestly, there's like so many great quotes like that. Uh, so I would probably watch it for that. Uh, the two main leads were great together. The chemistry was, you felt it. There was, Ooh. there was some, there was some feels, um, but there's a few little hiccups here and there. Uh, so I'm, I'm right on the fence between watching it again and and sort of just having it on okay you know that's that's where i'm at that's where i'm at personally okay but i will say that there's a level of of depth and maturity in this film 
that we don't often get. And I really respond well to that when they're able to kind of have another level. You know, there were, it, it's a rom-com, but there's this level of, of maturity there that's really appealing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I really connect with. Well, I feel like that is joie's writing Mm -hmm. and we've you know obviously sung her praises before on this podcast and i feel like she has that amazing way of like having those layers of having the funny moments but then she weaves that you know depth in Mm -hmm. there that you're not always expecting and then when it hits you it hits you yeah good yeah and (laughs) and i I think the fact that we had these two leads that were able to kind of bring you know the writing to life obviously and a director who's capable of kind of bringing the the film to life I, I think is why you respond so much to it too yeah I really really enjoyed the leads uh I obviously I'm a fan of Alexandra Breckenridge she um well she's in a new show called Virgin River on Netflix mm-hmm. which you know, my mom told me about it. I wasn't sure if I was going to like it. She was like very excited it. about that. I remember that phone call. She was yeah. excited about that show. <laughs> uh, so I started that. watching it because of her. I knew I liked her. She was in This Is Us also fan. And yeah, some for some reason, that show just sort of grabs you in. I binged it in like, <laughs> I think, a day. <laughs> um, and, now, season, and season two was really well, good. Well, I remember because you're watching. And you're like, it's okay. And the next thing I know, you're like, I finished it. <laughs> It's good. Yeah, I was like, it's okay. And then I was done. Um, and then season two, I think, was even better. So uh, love her. I think she's mm-hmm. great. Robert Buckley uh, plays David, and I have not seen him before. Mm, I neither. And I, I'm a fan now. I yeah. really, really enjoyed his performance a lot. Yeah, he was good. He, he, I mean, we've seen these sort of characters before where, and it, it's weird because she expects um so it's weird because terry expects david to be sort of like this aloof guy you know he's just just always joking around and that's not really his character she just has this sort of you know book cover attitude of him and that's not who he is at all and so the sort of i'm going to be saying this a lot in this this podcast but the depth of david was really intriguing to me Um, i really connected with him i loved his character uh, as we get to know David more, as we peel back those layers, he just becomes more and more captivating. And it really had to do with uh, the acting, I-, I think. Like, he w- was able to have those kind of funny moments, you know, the witty banter between the two of them, but also these really tender moments um, that really resonated. Yeah, it was all very authentic. and um, Authentic, yeah. Also, the depth of David. I feel like that's a book I would read. <laughs> the depth of David. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, it was just their chemistry together was amazing. Mm-hmm. Like I and I've talked about this before that I feel like a lot of times I I enjoy the scenes where I feel like we're just like flies on the wall and we're just sort of seeing these moments happen in mm-hmm. real time because it's that authentic that I believe this isn't just a movie. Yeah. <laughs> and those are my favorite movies where you just get sucked in and their their chemistry, their interactions with each other, everything was just perfect. Yeah. No, I, I really think so. Um, and yeah, and I did enjoy that there was depth to David. Uh, <laughs> depth of David. That he wasn't just the, you know, well, I, I wouldn't say that, I feel like a lot of times you say we see these characters before, they do usually have more depth that we don't see. Mm. But yeah, he turned out to be just nothing at all what, she really thought that he was and I'm not quite sure why she thought that about him 
you know, I don't know how long, if they maybe said it in the movie, how long he's been working there. But I guess like she just never has tried to take the time to to get to know him. She no, just she's been busy of... with Noah. She's been busy with Noah. She ain't got no time for nobody else. Well, Noah. So what a character. Noah is the played by Carla Marx. I was actually uh, happy to see him. I was too. He's and I was guy. a little. I mean, thank God David was you know amazing because we really enjoyed him mm-hmm. in Christmas with the Darlings, and I think he is a darling. <laughs> So I was happy to see him, and I was wow. like, "Oh no, he's gonna be the other guy." Yeah. But yeah, it turns out I was okay with with her being with David. Well, apparently she was too. Yeah. Apparently she was too. <laughs> I think I think that Noah will find his person. Um, so. I think maybe with some after some therapy, he's out. Yeah. He has some stuff. I think he's trying to get through. Yeah. So. But let's just say this. How about don't you know? break up with someone over text after you've been dating with them for two years how about we don't do that yeah let's let's normalize that let's, let's, let's normalize yeah. not breaking up with someone over text in his defense though he did try calling her a bunch yeah but i mean come on two years you just wait for her to call back you know she's working you know her <laughs> schedule noah I know, I know. you know she's a going on air it was like, it was pretty bad so i'm not quite sure why he thought she would take him back but. I don't know but I think he did that on purpose which is why I don't because <laughs> he's like oh she's gonna be on air she's gonna love this text message it's just ridiculous so so we open up the movie Terry is with Noah mm-hmm. and a, a friends of theirs get engaged which brings up their sort of you know they have to face this mm-hmm. on themselves so she's thinking about it like oh maybe we should be thinking about getting married and obviously Noah's looking pretty uncomfortable a little nervous nervous Noah over here nervous watching Noah. a rom-com with her yeah he gets a little nervous and then terry just passes out during a movie which is what she normally does i'm concerned about terry's health here i think she suffers from some sort of form of narcolepsy <laughs> possibly I'm, I'm worried about her terry needs to her get her iron out. could be low something's going know. on but but yeah she just is out like a light and so we have noah i like actually enjoyed this scene Noah listening to David on the the QVC channel, <laughs> and like tell what was the line? It was uh, oh, it was it was like David's thing about uh, the you're wild and yeah. David's line. What how does it go? Like find your wild so and wonderful world. What are you gonna do with your one, one wild and precious life or something? Like yeah, what that? are you gonna do with your one wild and precious life? Which is a great line. Um, and then also don't vacuum your way through life. And so that really resonates with Noah. And he just looks it over at Terry sleeping with her narcolepsy and says, you know what? Now's the time to break up with her. Yeah, I was waiting to see the scene of Noah like later with that fishing pole oh, just somewhere. Man. Where was that like, scene? And, like Where an was open that? landscape. Yes. I think that would have been a, a nice little touch. Yeah, that would have been good. That, that would have been really that good. That David inspired him to, to go out. And, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, so she's obviously heartbroken. And then she's forced to work with David. Oh, her boss. We got to give a shout out to yeah Jack A. Harry. I saw her and I was like, oh, this is gonna be a good one. She's so good. You know, sister, sister. I always think of Lisa Mm. when I see her. Who doesn't really? I hope she likes that. That when people see her, they're like, oh, it's sister, sister. I don't know if she does. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, it's a good memory for me (laughs) in my childhood. So um, yeah, I knew she was gonna be a good character. She was, she was great. She had the right amount of, of boss, the right amount of friend. You know, I, I like the way that she portrayed 
that she portrayed that character. I thought she did an excellent job. Yeah, it was great. I mean, she was they said she Terry was there for like 10 years. So, I mean, I feel like they had that sort of relationship that she could just little mother-daughter be actually going on real with thing. her. Yeah. yeah. But she still was worried about the, you know, what was happening on with the company obviously and what was best for the future of the company. Yeah. So, so of course, Terry and David have to work together. We don't really get a meet cute in this movie because really. they already know each other. Well, I mean, the, I think the uh, the scene where he's eating the jelly beans kind of thing in the break room, that's kind of our meet cute. Yeah. You know, our, our quote, 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 unquote. Yeah. Yeah. It was cute. You could tell right away, you know, banter. get the... They... So much banter coming our way. <laughs> Oodles of banter <laughs> in this movie. Um, and I honestly feel that it just kept getting... Bantery and banter, yeah. <laughs> the banter got better yes. as it went on. And again, not sure why Terry doesn't like him. I guess she, I guess because he's her rival, I guess they feel like they have to, because he seems like a nice guy. Well, she doesn't like him because he doesn't, she feels like he doesn't take it seriously. Yeah. You know, and so he just kind of wings it. He just kind of, you know, connects with his viewers through his personal stories, through his little quotes and everything. It's not about the product, it's about the feeling. That's not Terry. Terry is about the product, you know. Look, reading the instruction manual, that's not, that's not David. And so that kind of rubs her the wrong way because she sees this person kind of coming up through the ranks, you know, who doesn't take it seriously. Like, yeah. I, it makes me think of Window Wonderland. You know, any any chance we can talk about Window Wonderland in this podcast? Well, this movie was very Window Wonderlandy to me. Bit. You know, the two mm-hmm. people that work together that are wanting to get the promotion. Mm-hmm. So yes, it definitely had that sort of theme in it. And also, David was kind of giving me some Paul Campbell vibes. You feel like everyone gives you Paul Campbell no, vibes. Any no, no, chance, no. Any chance you can be like, is that Paul Campbell vibes? <laughs> I think we got some Paul no, Campbell No, not that he looked like him or anything, but just the humor. Yeah. Like, I think he uh, delivered the humor very well. You know, comedy is not easy. No, it's not. Not that I've tried it, but... I think you either have it or you don't. Yes. Yeah. So, I and I've said it before, I feel like Paul Campbell is a very funny guy. Yeah, he's naturally funny. Naturally funny. And that's how I felt about Robert Buckley was that... The same timing, the same kind of, yeah. Yes. And so I just, yeah, I love that. I love that in a character. Mm -hmm. I do too. Because, and again, we we said in the beginning, you have the funny, but you also have the serious. And blending those things together was, it worked out really well for this film. And I like that, you know, you're feeling bad, like an example that scene where we're feeling bad for Terry because she just got broken up with on on, national TV on live television and David comes in and says something like well you shouldn't have opened up that umbrella (laughs) because she opened up an umbrella inside which and he warned her he did multiple people multiple people warned her she's like no I don't care about that yes and then she kind of just gives him the look and even I was like giving him the look like oh I I think we're both like and then he's like too soon (laughs) (laughs) it's stuff like that that's very yeah, that kind of comedy I love. I do too. You know, that sort of, yeah, I absolutely agree. That We laughed at that line. We laughed at a few uh, throughout the film too. It was quite funny. It was. The scene that wasn't funny to me and felt very out of place, and this is kind of a technical thing, but just sort of confusing for me, was the uh, escape room scene. And this movie came out last year, and I, th- I think, and let me know if I'm wrong about this, guys, but I think there was another movie... A different movie that had an escape room thing with a family and so I'm wondering if Hallmark had some sort of deal with the escape room to promote them in like two of their movies 
because the scene just didn't fit. It was cute when they were there, but it didn't make sense why they were there. Even she was confused about it. Like, why are we here? We should be looking over the specs and stuff. Or like, no, 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 escape room. It just didn't fit for me. Did I you... didn't really... I mean, I guess David just loves escape rooms. It, I'm not sure. Yeah. I thought it was a cute scene. No, it was a cute scene. But it just it didn't make any sense in terms of the movie. They were trying to get ready for going on air, talking over a thing. David's like, no, no, dude, escape room. That's where, that's where we're going to get our, our groove. We got to do an escape room. Maybe that's, you know, they were looking at what was around them. They they needed to have a moment, though, there to sh- to have them sort of start, like, looking at each other a little differently. Because I think they sort of were gradually getting to that where they were starting to see different sides of each mm. other. And so, yeah, I thought it was an interesting way to for him to see how, you know, Terry's mind works and how she's actually really good at puzzles <laughs> well i mean because i am terrible at escape rooms um well, i haven't done one. Oh, well i've done one once and it i was not very helpful with my team <laughs> <laughs> i tried but i failed see i would i would agree with you except we don't learn anything new about her because david already knows that she's a perfectionist so of course she's gonna be good at escape rooms because she's perfect at every he thinks she's perfect at everything so there wasn't really any new knowledge gained, like you're saying from okay. that. And he wasn't good at it, so she kind of expects that because he's, you know, she views him as like a layabout. He's not going to be, you know, good at anything kind of thing. So that that scene really threw me for a loop. And I swear Hallmark had another movie with it. So it, it's almost like our Campbell soup, our Folgers <laughs> thing, right? Where Maybe. the characters have a hot, hot yeah. yeah. So that kind of threw me off. Um, and just another quick technical thing. The lighting, you know, you even said the lighting looked really good in this film. I, I thought it did. I thought there were a few scenes where the lighting was a little little yellow for me. The escape room. Probably the They escape were room. in a pyramid I type. I think it was supposed to be yellow. Oh, no, in, in her apartment, I thought. Oh, okay. And can we talk about real quick why David's house is so much cooler than her little apartment? How did that happen? I don't know what because is David I would imagine doing? she she's been there for ten years. I don't think he's been there for that mm-hmm. long, so she should. And they're you know I guess they were subtly showing us you know about the the pay gap Apparently. between men and women. No, for real. Though. Because, I mean, honestly, his house yeah, is amazing. his house was amazing. Waterfront that property set was sweet. Yeah, and so great job with with set design, giving us some great locales. Um, not only for David's amazing house that he lives in. But also for the studio itself. The studio even became like a character. Yeah. Because you know, we're there so much. And it was just, it looked great. You know, great setups. Just, I felt like I was an employee there. Just like, kind of like, oh, going to work. Like, it was it was awesome. <laughs> yeah. And also, I would love if David were to cook me uh, a steak in that house. Mm-hmm. That scene where they were showing him teach his nephew who was adorable, by the way, mm-hmm. uh, how to cook a perfect steak. He was talking about like rubbing ponzu, ponzu on it. Ponzu sauce. You've had ponzu. You love ponzu. I love ponzu, but I don't think I've ever had it on steak. I haven't either. So I don't know if that's a real recipe. Where can we get it? I think we need <laughs> to add it to our Hallmark cookbook. Because that, I mean, ponzu on a steak is good, I bet. Because it's essentially soy with a little bit of lemon. So you're going to get that lemon kick. Right, with that hearty yeah, flavor. Yeah, so I wanted some David recipes. Should we try from... it? We'll try it. We're going to try cooking a steak with some ponzu sauce. We'll get back to you guys let you know how it I'm turns sure out. There was other, there were other things on there, though, that we would need. I don't think it was just ponzu, but... 
that's where we're going to start. We're going to try it. Um, and then the other thing that I was kind of, you know, I've mentioned this a few times in the podcast, you know, the wandering camera where there's a, a quiet scene and the DP will just kind of move the camera just a little bit to the right, maybe a little bit to the left, um, just to try and keep the action up. I, I don't think you need to do that every once in a while. Like, it just kind of throws me a little bit. Mm. Let, let the scene breathe is what I say. You can push in, but when you start going left and right, it just kind of kind of throws me. Takes you out? Yeah, I did not notice that. Must have been me. <laughs> just must have been me. <laughs> but let's get into some romance. I guess if we have to. Yep. Uh, this movie was adorable. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I said, that the... The, the chemistry between them, obviously, we've already said was amazing. But I do love the uh, trajectory of their relationship. And I love that sometimes we talk about how it sometimes it feels forced or mm. it feels too sudden. But I thought that theirs was just sort of seamless. Like their, Yeah, it was 100, 110% natural. This was one of the most natural love progressions I think we've seen. Like it was crazy natural. Yes. Uh one of the scenes that I thought was really great was when they're testing out, I guess, like a picnic blanket or something. Oh, God, and they go on the little tandem bike yep. ride. Gorgeous scene. Which I was telling you, why have we never done this I don't before? Know. We need to. But um, like that location, again, location scouting, fantastic. I mean, that park, my goodness. I wanted to go there. Yeah. And I feel like this is the first time we sort of see the sparks. I mean, we've had sort of like the banter, but. When they he pulls out the picnic blanket mm. and you know she mentioned something like oh maybe we could uh, show this as like a pack like a date package mm. and he kind of looks oh. at her like wait is this a date do you think this is a date and it gets a little awkward but I thought I love those awkward scenes because they just seem so natural genuine yeah. to me yeah so I thought that was that scene made me smile I really liked it and also another which I can't remember if this came before or after the picnic, but when they do the sort of like the meet the hosts event mm. and there's their fans are talking to them like about each other. And I thought that was a really clever scene to put in there because they're getting a viewpoint from their fans that are saying like really nice, wonderful things. So they have these sort of ideas of each other already, like we said, and then their fans are saying things to them that they're like, oh, I never like, thought of David like that, or I never. Yeah, yeah like and I thought that was a really sweet moment where this fan of David's was telling Terry, you know, that he thinks of David like, oh, I'm just like hanging out with my best friend or yeah. something like that, and she's just kind of looking at him like, oh wow, you know, I never would have thought he, you know, touched people like that. No, it, so. it was very clever. It's a really clever way to do that. And later on, they're on stage, and the fan asks him if they're together. Together, and uh, the line of, uh, oh man. Uh, what was it? It was... Uh... I think he says, like, definitely not. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And she says, oh, you know, David, you know, stays in shape by running away from commitment. <laughs> I was like, oh, damn. So harsh. I was not expecting it to for her to say that, at least not in front of all of those people. It was great. Um, but that's what you that's what you want. That's what the fans wanted. And so it's just, it was so neat. Those little moments like that. Yeah. And again, we we always talk about the little looks and, like, details. And I just felt like... There were so many moments in this movie that just the little looks or smiles that they would give each other. Mm. So much so that I, you know, we always wonder like what could be ad-libbed or not. Um, And there's this scene, I think they're like trying to look for a product for their monthly pick. And 
I don't quite remember what she says, but David does some sort of like, womp, womp, like, uh, same old, same old or whatever. And she like genuinely laughs. And I was like, oh, I wonder if that, he just like threw that in there and she wasn't expecting it. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like they just had a really good time together and you could definitely see it on the screen. Yeah. No, you really could. Oh, and another little detail was also he invites Terry over for dinner and she she's at the door and like right before he opens the door, he like kind of like fixes his shirt. Really? I missed yeah. that. Oh. He's like like fixing his shirt, like straightening it before he opens it. And I just thought that was such a nice touch. Like you could tell he was a little nervous. Mm-hmm. Um, stuff like that I love because it just makes it so much more believable. Oh, for sure. I mean, acting is more about what you don't say than what you do say. Yeah, you know? absolutely. So, uh, that's some great direction because you know that director was like here's what you're going to do when you go to the door you know so very very well done uh, I did like that whole dinner scene that was great we haven't mentioned David's sister who really is the voice of reason for David she's always there she uh, kind of talks him through you know when there's the conflict coming up um, she kind of guides him back to what he really should be doing because otherwise you know he's a mess yeah she was great I really liked their relationship as well um yeah, casting for yeah. the movie was great. Mm-hmm. Really, you know, we, we kind of harp on conflict in these films because it's, it's over-exaggerated, it's not done well. I, I kind of got where the conflict was coming from in this. I felt like it was a little bit more realistic than normal. The weird part was Noah coming to, to David. Yeah, I did not see that coming. I figured the conflict was going to be because, you know, he gets offered this other job. Mm. And so he, you know, maybe Terry's going to find out that either he took it without telling her or, you know, something along those lines. Um, but I did not see Noah coming back. I assumed he was out fishing, you know, having a good old time <laughs> living the single life. So that did throw me. Yeah, that, that threw me too. And the proposal on air, I mean, what a sweet proposal. It was sweet, but I'd like to buy that ring. (laughs) I've always told him that I do not want a public proposal. Um, Not because I'm worried that I won't say yes, but because I just don't want a whole bunch of eyes on me. Yeah. She had the eyes of the world. Yeah, she did. So bad. Poor, Poor Noah. Yeah, we don't even find out what happened to Noah. No, they just—he's probably crying. Let let us know what happened to Noah. Where is Noah now, Joie? Let us know, please. Yeah, where are they now? (laughs) Where is Noah? Um, And so then he's wrestling with the decision to go for another job, and and so the conflict kind of bothered me. But then, as the more I thought about it, I, I started to realize David really is is scared because of his you know his fiance. What happened with his fiance? You know, he's scared of that vacuum life, you know, where you're just sort of, can, you know, constantly vacuuming. There's dust afterwards. Like, I love that sort of analogy of just going through and vacuuming. I think, I think it was the sister who even said, you know, some, some things in life are vacuuming, but it's who you find, but it's when you find that someone to vacuum with. Yeah. Something like that. And I, I just love that. It's like, yes, life is so boring sometimes, but it becomes less boring when you have someone to hold that vacuum with. Like... Just great. Just great, great, great. And so you really start to understand David and why he's acting like this. And to me, I'm fine. If you want to have conflict, fine. Just explain it to me. Make it believable. And that made it believable to me. That sort of, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like he was also wrestling with 
wanting to be with her, but then having her ex come back and be like, hey, man, can you help me yeah. out with this proposal? Oh, right so he's like, what do you do with that? Yeah. You want to be with this person, but then you don't know what she wants. Yeah. So you want to do what's best for her, even though it's hurting you. Yeah. And what was so heartbreaking was to see Terry not know any of this is going on, but just sort of see David's whole yeah. yeah attitude change towards her. And she's thinking of it as something totally different. Like, oh, he's just backing out. He's just being a flake. You know, he's just being what I always thought he was. Right. Um, that's so true. That's that a great was point. very. That's a great point. That was very hard to watch. Yeah. No, it was hard to watch, but it made sense. And again, yeah. I'm fine with that as long as it makes sense. So, you know, while I generally don't like how the conflict was handled in these films, I was fine with it. I was fine with it. And, you know, eventually they're able to get back, you know, they're able to talk it out, basically. But real quick, let me talk about one of my favorite romantic scenes. And it's probably one of your favorites, too, because we both kind of looked at each other when it was happening. But that dancing scene. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I actually have a note and I have like fave scene written next to it. So I'm not sure why that hasn't come up yet. Yeah, I mean, that that scene was just brilliant. Just absolutely brilliant. There's no other word for it. Um, it was just teed off great. You kind of know what's coming. And these sort of dancing kind of singing scenes can go either way for me. You know, we've seen some, some poor ones in the past. Uh, we've seen some that have just kind of been, you know, pretty good. This just knocked them all out of the park. This was done so well just super cute you know you mentioned looking at these two through a window you know just kind of sneaking a fly on the wall total fly on the wall for this and the entire studio watching them too. yeah they were all flies on the wall uh yeah and you say we kind of saw what was coming but i did not like i thought okay he's like oh we're gonna dance and i was like oh they're gonna dance then what proceeded to happen was just the most adorable mm -hmm. like joyful wholesome little scene of them just being themselves like yeah. it was just very sweet and nice to watch i just i absolutely loved that scene yeah. and they did it perfectly and then of course you you know they're having a good time lip syncing whatever and then they kind of like come in to get close and you were mm. just like, oh! And then they like turn your head. Cut to, <laughs> cut to the whole uh, the whole like studio watching. Um, I was like, oh my gosh, this yeah. is awkward, but I love it. Yeah, I didn't realize they were gonna get that uh, that steamy no, <laughs> with was, everyone watching. It was crazy. I mean, you know, he before they dance, he, he's like, you know, we can show our audience members, you know, what a spontaneous moment looks like, and that that was a spontaneous moment. That was just just beautiful, and so. You know, I'd, I'd be curious to know how many takes that scene took. Um, I'd be curious to know kind of what the direction was for the two actors because whatever it was, just just bravo! Like that was that was awesome. Yeah, it worked so well. It fit their characters. Mm -hmm. and it fit the time in the movie, their relationship. Just yes, perfect, it was. Perfect, 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 it perfect. was so sweet. And I just feel like that both of them. They they were just very like charming characters together. Like like everything. That they did like they just meshed mm -hmm. so well together yeah. and that's what we love you know we talk about the, the hallmark magic with like the leads that when it comes together and it works right it is just it is like magic <laughs> and that's what i felt like these two had they had that hallmark magic no yeah, they definitely did so they have this magic together but then of course noah comes in throws a wrench right. in it which we um, talked about they got rid of the conflict now we can finally have our nice ending our happy happy moment which of course revolves around the vacuum. 
It does. They brought that vacuum back around, but it fit. It was funny because, you know, throughout the whole movie, it just sort of was woven in. And, you know, Terry, like we said, she's been trying to, you know, have this perfect life and trying to be perfect. She has this persona that everything has to look perfect. And, you know, she even mentions growing up, she loved getting the card uh, that Sharon, Mm. the lead host, would send for the SHC members and she makes this comment which i thought was kind of strange but it made sense that she was like oh i always loved that card she would you know look so perfect on there not a hair out of place oh you're right and so that just sort of like gives you an idea of how she's like tried to lead her life as oh like, my you god know, i totally miss it you're absolutely right that's where her idea yeah. of perfection comes from oh my goodness and then sharon has that moment with her right before she goes on it all yeah Oh, I'm just blown. Like, I totally missed that. I flew right over my head. Man, I was so focused on David and like, wow, good catch. Good catch. What did did Sharon say to her too at the end? It was so Yeah, it was so moving. It almost brought a tear to my eye that she's like telling her, you know, she felt the same way that she always felt like she had to have this perfect Mm -hmm. life and be the perfect mother and wife and host and everything. And she was like, you know what? We're enough, just as we are. We don't have to be perfect. Uh, basically, like we're imperfectly perfect. Yeah. Um, and I'm perfect with my imperfections, or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And so I think that was a lovely moment between those two characters. And then Terry is like, you know what? You're right. And I think I'm gonna try to go get my man mm-hmm. on live television. And and boy did she. Um, I mean this. <laughs> This scene was a little weird for me. I mean, there it'd be one thing if they weren't filming, but I mean, you got live TV. You're about to become the the boss of the show. Like a little a little weird for me. Yeah, I almost wish that it hadn't been on air, or maybe she would have done the like, "We'll be right back." Like they would have wrapped it up and then had their moment yeah. off air. But I mean, I think it was funnier that it was on air and that everyone's seeing it. I mean, I'm sure it'll be good for the ratings. Yeah. So no, because I mean, obviously fans want it, so. Yeah. I was... mean, if I were watching at that moment, I would have... Turn it up. Turn it up. <laughs> enjoyed. Like, oh my gosh, what is happening? So yeah, it was, that was a little weird for me. I wasn't, I wasn't huge on how that, how that uh, rolled out. Uh, the kiss, the kiss was, the kiss was nice, you know? The kiss was a little underwhelming, I'm going to be honest, yeah. because... After all that, that romantic you yeah, know, chemistry we've had. The chemistry through the roof. We've had all the, you know, heavy flirting and... I just, I was like, well, maybe because they're on TV. I'm like, but uh, they don't really seem to care at this point because they're just going for it. Um, It was sweet. It was a sweet kiss, but... The second one was was still the same. It was still sweet, sort of like closed mouth. Um, So the kiss was a little underwhelming, but it was sweet. I really liked, again, the vacuum talk, but I thought that was when he was talking about the vacuum... And she was like, do you really like this vacuum? So he's talking about the vacuum, but he's really talking about her. <laughs> and uh, she's like, you really like this vacuum, David? And he says, like, yeah, it has my lifetime warranty. <laughs> so it was that perfect, like, yeah. cheesy but sweet and romantic. Um, I don't know if I would want to be compared to a vacuum cleaner, <laughs> but they had to go with it, and it worked. And I thought it was really sweet. Yeah. I mean, I did like that, but I didn't like that it was on there. Yeah. And then even in the second kiss, she like tries to lift up her leg 
And then she laughs because she doesn't really do it right, you know, the classic. <laughs> and so that was, I don't know if that, sh- it was weird. I was like, is that part? Like, I, it was odd. So the ending was just sort of, you know, okay for me. Yeah. And it was a, like, just sort of like those cut. endings, like, you know, in credits, we get a kiss in credit. Uh, I guess they did pan out a little bit, but everything else was wonderful. Yeah. The ending was sweet. It was nice. Um, but no, yeah, yeah kiss, that's what I said. could have been a little... That, I mean, that's one of those things. There's a few things. It was the escape room and the ending that kind of make this from, I definitely want to watch this again, to, you know, I could watch this again, maybe. Or if it's on, I'll, I'll catch a few things. Because just so many neat little things here. And I love I love movies where I can laugh and still feel something. So Absolutely. Um, and also, just a little fun fact about me, which I don't think you know this about me. Uh-oh. I love to vacuum. <laughs> I used to watch a pretty good amount of QVC when I was younger. I did not know that about you. <laughs> I know you. Are didn't. you? Are you this? This is this why you like this movie so much. You would get, I you would get Christmas cards. From- I never dreamed of being a host, but I really enjoyed watching QVC. And my favorite host, and I did have to Google her because I remembered her first name, but I couldn't remember. So I like Googled her like mm. it was like in the 90s she was I guess a popular host Jill Bauer was um I'm I don't know what she's doing now I have not watched QBC <laughs> in forever but yeah it just sort of gave me some some memories you like yeah some fun childhood it was memories some nice flashback memories and then I was like hmm what was that host that I really <laughs> liked uh so if anyone was a Jill Bauer fan from QBC right let, let me know right um so yeah thought that was funny nice I, I'm glad I got to learn something new about you. And that explains why I love this film so much. <laughs> Maybe so. <laughs> but yeah, that's Love in Store, which now that I think about it, it's kind of a weird title because QVC or SHC for this, in this instance really isn't a store. Like when you think store, you think brick and mortar. So that kind of... Maybe shopping for love. Ooh, or... shopping for love. Oh, <laughs> oh I like that. <laughs> Also, we didn't mention, but real quick, this beginning intro was pretty cool. We don't get a lot of those. It was like oh, yeah. animated. That's totally technical. The opening I right credits. Over it. Yeah. yeah. I'm told. I'm sorry. Usually, what we get is some horrible font on the screen <laughs> over uh, some B-roll that they bought from iStock. Yeah, we got a whole animated like beginning credits. Yeah. Which so bravo, was really bravo nice. for taking that risk and doing something like that. Um, great, great intro. I was like, whoa, what is this? This is fresh. This is new. This has me hooked. Yeah. I would love to see more like that. Thanks for bringing that up. I totally forgot about that. You're welcome. Um, but yeah, that is Love in Store. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, thank you for voting. You know, hope you guys uh, enjoyed the movie as much as we did. You know, we'll be back next week with, are we doing another vote? What is next week? I don't know. I mean, we could always do the other one, Bottled in Love, because it was a close call. And I well, don't do really that. want to watch that one. Before. Why don't we throw Bottled in Love it up with another one, and we'll have them vote again? Because I like the voting. That's fun. It's fun to see it. Okay, maybe we'll do another vote, since yeah. we're in this sort of weird limbo right now. Between seasons. Between yeah. Hallmark seasons. <laughs> but appreciate you guys listening. Uh, again, you can find us on uh, Apple, Spotify, all the things. And we're also on Instagram and Twitter. Make sure you are subscribed mm-hmm. so you know when new episodes come out. Um, but they do come out every Wednesday. And drop us a rating if yeah. you could. That uh, really helps us out. That really and does. And lets us know how we're doing. Like, yeah. Even if you don't like us, let us know. Let but us know. I we love really, hearing that. We really appreciate it. So we'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. Thanks. <laughs>